0: Hello and welcome to Sounding Out the Word podcast, a ministry of Anchor Baptist Church in Salt Lake City, Utah, where we desire to reach the world with the gospel and disciple those whom God allows us to reach. It's wonderful to be with you again today and I pray that uh, this podcast will be a blessing to you. Over the last several weeks we've been looking at the life of Joseph and uh, we're going to do something a little bit different today and I pray it'll be a blessing to you and uh, we have a special guest on the podcast today so we're going to break from our series through Joseph and uh, I've got on the phone with me Pastor Paul Hoover. He pastors Souls Harbor Baptist Church in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Thank you for joining us today, and uh, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing well, thank you for having me on the program today.
0: We're looking forward to uh, just talking through some things, discussing things, uh, all things church-related and uh, special days and different things coming up in our services. And I don't know, sometimes it's interesting. I feel like almost on a podcast, you feel like you're sort of listening into someone else's conversation. So maybe that'll be a blessing for some today. And I think those that are involved in church work and, and maybe pastors or assistant pastors, youth pastors and just faithful church members might find, uh, these things a blessing. Why don't you tell the listeners just a moment, uh, you know, about yourself a little bit, how long you've been pastoring there and uh, what's taking place now this time of year.
1: Okay. Um, I've been pastoring here at Souls Harbor Baptist Church in Milwaukee for seven years almost. And, um, we, uh, Came here with my wife and I, Michelle. She's from Pennsylvania. We got married in 2011, but we came here in 2014 from Texas, and uh, we had no children at that time, and uh, so we started uh, our work here as a co-pastor with my dad, and by the end of 2014, we had our first son. His name is Silas. He's six years old now, and then we've added another daughter and a son uh, to our group of children, so we've got three kids now. And yeah, but, um, yeah, we've just kind of, I guess you could say, um, gotten into the routine of things, um, as a family and pastoring the church here. Um, it's amazing how busy you aren't when you don't have kids, and then somehow you can still make it all happen with right. children. But, um, but yeah, we've we've just gotten into, um, <clears throat> uh, kind of like I guess you could say a routine, but, uh, every year we, uh, we have a uh, I guess you want me to talk about a little bit about our church and our theme and stuff. But, yeah, I wanted to I mean, ask you too. A,
0: I wanted yeah. to ask you too. With with your wife being from Pennsylvania, did she for wear sure. shoes normally, or did she have to get used uh-huh. to that?
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> for for her, for our listeners, a really interesting
0: state because um, My wife's
1: from not not from the city. She's definitely from the country, and yeah, uh, I guess they're kind of like hillbillies but yeah she does wear shoes
0: <laughs> for for our listeners who don't know Paul is my brother-in-law and uh, we love him and love Michelle and the in the kids there so I always have to give her a, a hard time uh there but we just had we just had time change Sunday let me ask you about that because it's always interesting you know i we always advertise it we always talk about it and talk it up especially the spring forward Tell, tell us what you do and, and also maybe then follow up with this question here. Do you think it matters? Should should we, do we need to do it? Are people always faithful or always there? Is it just kind of something that's in our, in our, in a habit of announcing and we really don't need to.
1: Yeah. I was actually just thinking about this this last year, um, uh, last week, I guess, but for this last year's time change, um, <clears throat> we, uh, we we always I thought, thought about it like growing up growing up in church it was always um, highly announced and maybe that just mm-hmm. was my dad how he did things but uh, honestly we, we do announce it, we put it on the calendar but um, with uh, the fact that we don't really set our clocks as much anymore uh, we right. depend on our phones mostly um, I think that's a, a big help to most people, uh, but it is important, I think, to to use any opportunity to emphasize or to promote um, a church service. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we do um, we do talk about time change, but I don't do it in such a way that we. Um, I guess I I just assume you know the being assumptive with announcements. We're assuming that people are going to be here. Right. We're not going to say, well, if you feel up to it, you know, come to church. You know, I understand Sunday school might be a little bit early. No, we just we're just assumptive because this is where I believe God's people should be on Sunday. Sure. Um, and uh, they need to kind of get that philosophy as well. Um, people are willing to do a lot of things as long as they're taught. And uh, so, and expect it to do
0: those things. Mm-hmm. So you know, I like that um, that idea, and I'd never thought about it that way. That you said that that it's an opportunity to promote church and the Lord's house, and that's kind of what yeah. I've talked to, to our teachers about in our workers' meeting that we have every week. That little things like that, whether it's time change or you know any any special, if you want to call it that, event or difference in the calendar, is an opportunity to reach out to people once again and say, hey, this is going on. Hey, this is taking place and emphasize um, the importance of of God's house. So that's a really good really good thought on that matter. And, and people are. Uh, people uh, generally in our churches, they love the Lord. They love what's going on. They want to be a part of it and they're faithful. I remember years ago, and you might remember this as well, we had a, a lady in our church that suggested instead of changing the clocks on Saturday night, she suggested go ahead and changing them after church on Sunday. That way we wouldn't have sure. to have to mess with it. And I said, yeah, "Well, literally. I guess we I guess we could do that, but uh, it might throw you off for Monday morning." But I, um, I've thought about doing that,
1: and I, and I remember what you're talking about too. But actually, um, when I was at Marion Avenue Baptist Church, at least the year I was there it was oh four for their spring time change. They did do that, and I think they did that every year. Huh? I don't know if they still do. But when Larry Brown was the pastor, um, I, just because they have. I guess their situation is unique. They go out on bus routes, and some of those people go an hour away. Sure, um, and they're concerned about making sure the kids get to church. Uh, it's more of a of a necessity for their um, their bus ministry, mm-hmm. and I think it's also just makes it easier on their own church people. So
0: every church kind of has to do their own uh, unique way of, of looking at that. But I would say for the majority of us. I think just uh, keeping things simple is, is the best way to go. Exactly. Yeah, I'm <laughs> and, I'm, I'm uh, yeah. glad that we are all we can we can figure out what what works best for our church and and yeah. go with and go with that. So.
1: But simple is usually best.
0: <laughs> yeah. We have Easter Sunday uh, coming up yeah. soon here in just a few weeks. And uh, what are you doing for that? Are you doing flyers, gifts, special yes. service, change? What's going on?
1: So because of COVID, we didn't do um, our regular Super Saturdays. Where we go out in canvas and what i mean by canvas is that we go and put flyers on doors we're not actually knocking on doors typically we'll talk to whoever we can find but uh-huh. we're trying to get a thousand doors as fast as we can and uh, so this year we're doing the super saturday and i, I have five thousand cards and they say come celebrate with us and it's for palm sunday and easter sunday so uh, we're, we're promoting both days. And so, um, yeah, we're going to do a thousand cards a Saturday, but we, we have 4,000 more and we've been working on this for a few weeks now and going out throughout the week and, uh, just trying to reach people.
0: Now, are but, you uh, doing a sunrise? Are you doing a sunrise service?
1: Um, we do not have that scheduled this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we've typically done that, but, um, I'm trying to find our calendar, if I can find that. But we have uh, we have a April 4th uh, service, 1045, and we have breakfast this year at 9 o'clock. Um, but I, I love the sunrise service. It's usually a very, um, very beautiful time here because we're on the, uh, I guess, the western shore of Lake Michigan. So uh, we go out to the lake and we can actually see the sunrise up over the lake, which is really cool. Um, but it is very early, and it depends on the time of year. Yeah, uh, how it, whenever Easter falls, sometimes we're out there at like six o'clock. Yeah, five forty-five. You know, it's pretty early. But
0: yeah, if you have a real a real deal sunrise service, um, it it is it is early depending on like you said when when Easter falls. This year, it seems like it's kind of in the middle. It can be sooner, and it can be it can be later. So it's kind of kind of right in the middle there. Uh, for right. that I wanted to talk to you a little bit about um you know as far as church goes your yearly calendar it feels like it's still the beginning of the year but actually we're in the last month of this first quarter so it's right. it's flying by um, as far as your church calendar maybe again it's of interest to those that are that are listening because some churches don't Sadly, some churches don't plan um very far in advance; they just kind of shoot from the hip uh some churches are very very organized where they have it done, maybe even in December the previous year um what what does your yearly calendar look like? i know I know you have one uh but how much do you add through it? Add to it throughout the year? How detailed is it? Tell us some things about that
1: yeah um we get pretty detailed with things and the crazy thing is we usually end up printing reprinting the calendar throughout the year because things Hmm. do change okay but you do have to have a um you have to have a plan i think and um i don't like to be reactive i like to be proactive and so um that's how you get good speakers in if you want to have a good um quality you know preacher in um i hate to put it that way that but um they usually have to book somebody that's really good a couple years out mm-hmm. and so that, that that requires planning and I, it's really it's really easier this way because we we kind of have a template of how we do things we do change things around a little bit but kind of like what you did at heritage when we worked with you down there you guys have a, a great one there in january um or winter revival i'm sorry yeah and i think you guys did that from the Almost the very first year that you were there, probably '07, you had your first one there. We did, yeah. I don't know if you had Bob Smith or who you had there, but um, but uh, but yeah, you had a, a beautiful uh, thing every year. That was it was nice because the church family appreciates that because they can kind of plan their schedule around it too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really why we do a calendar. Um, I don't necessarily emphasize, you know, we're stick, always going to stick to the plan. Because I like to have a little bit of flexibility, but we do the calendar just to give people a heads up. Right. PBS dates. People, people will do a lot of things. Um, I, I've learned, I used to assume people <laughs> were not as interested in like taking days off of work for church things, but they will do it because sure. they want to be there. And I think, um, if we, i not saying expect them to, but, um, encourage them to, to plan their vacations around these things or, um, what I mean by a vacation, like taking days off because we have a lady in our church. She'll take a whole week off of, of work just for VBS because yeah. she loves it so much. And so I'm to, you know, we, at the end of the year in December, we, um, we, we finalize our calendar either we, we usually give it out on the very last day of the year or the very first Sunday of the year. Um, typically it just depends on how it falls. But again, uh, people understand here that things are subject to change too.
0: And now, is that we, is that during your vision night that you hand that out, or is it before? Um, yes, yeah, so that'd be. We, we don't. I guess we don't call it our vision night.
1: It's not a bad name, um, but we just have our, our like watch night service and. Okay. And I just pump things up and get excited. It's basically as a vision. night. Sure. Um, but yeah, we we do uh, we do hand out a calendar, and we we also. Um, we withhold the theme until that time too. Okay. Um, you know, it's because people then gives them again promoting the service. It gives them like, hey, if you come for our watch night service, you'll actually kind of know what's going on for the next right. year before everyone else or whatever. If you if you don't come, then I guess you miss out. But um, they also get to they get they're privy to the new theme and everything it goes up on the website that day usually um, or right after that service and um,
0: it it does definitely film and. Yeah, it does definitely right. help to, to build excitement. And, and you know, because I know there'll be people that, that are negative about this. No, church isn't all about just excitement, but I tell you, I'd rather go to a church that is exciting than one that's not. Um, yeah. You know, I don't want to go to a dead church. I don't want to pastor or have a dead church. And I'm, I'm reminded, man, the Bible says where there is no vision, the people perish. Oh, yeah. And so, so, vision gives people hope, um, it gives direction. Um, it gives a plan. It gives a purpose. So vision is so important when when laying out, like you said, a, a calendar. Yeah, things are going to change, but you have those, those big dates on there that people can count on. They know, and I, most people do well with structure in their lives. Um, you know, most most people don't do so well if they're just haphazard and shoot from the hip. Um, we get up at a certain time, we go to bed at a certain time, we punch a clock and people do well with routine. And, and that kind of helps having that, I think that church calendar yeah. for them to do that.
1: Well, you probably agree with um, COVID and <clears throat> at least with us, I, I, I did notice, you know, people did not do well when they were out of their regular routine. Oh, and sure. that, that happened with COVID. Um, and so the church, actually, what we try to do here, we, we actually tried to kind of reinstate a little bit more routine for people. We had events going on during the week during COVID hmm. where people could come and get involved. You know, they were some of them were laid off mm-hmm. and uh, they actually came over to the church. and We repainted the whole sanctuary. Hmm. It took about a month. Uh, we had the teens involved. We had, you know. 17 16 17 year old kids boys up on the scaffolding three levels up and you know painting the windows and it was that, that honestly that that would have cost ten thousand sure. dollars to hire a company to come do it and they they were productive and afterwards they were like look at what we did yeah you know, this you know lord used us to get this done and and uh, we weren't sitting on our hands, and so routine is important. Yeah. And, um, but I, again, excitement is important too. I think. Um, use the word vision. That's a biblical word. Uh, God, I think, expects us to have a vision of, of Jesus Christ, and and uh, that's not one of of uh, of uh, sadness or failure. It's one of victory. Yeah. I think we should be, you know, always looking up and uh, moving forward according to His agenda. But uh, I think the church should be an exciting place. That's why kids don't want to go to church. Yeah, because it's become you know just routine and not not saying routines wrong. Of course, we're emphasizing that, but um, where it's just it's it's not a it's not a um, a place of progress. It's a place of just uh, um, it's become stale. Mm-hmm. You know, it's become dead. So I think that we need to work towards making it a place of. Um, of
0: uh, of excitement. Well, we're, we're, we're on the winning side and uh, it's a familiar song, but we, we probably don't use it and talk about it enough because we truly are on the winning side. Yeah. There's, there's times of defeat, discouragement, uh, things that that take place. And if you want to focus on those, that's going to be, that's going to be your life. Uh, but certainly we're on the winning side. We ought to be looking up. We ought to be uh, expecting that blessed hope and uh, the assurance of our of our salvation. And and yeah, so many people are leaving leaving churches, and churches are dying because they don't give um, any hope. Um, e- even even when someone is doing wrong and maybe they're away from the Lord, they still need hope uh, that they can that they can come back to the Lord, that they can walk with God again. And uh, yeah, it, it's so important to give hope uh, to our people. Yes. Thank you for joining uh, us today, and thank you for taking the phone call. and, and uh, we'll look forward to doing this again. It, who knows? Our podcast sure. is probably going to blow up with subscribers, and yeah. and I have to have it a weekly thing with you. But uh, thank you for being a part of it. Thanks for taking the call, and you've been listening to Sounding Out the Word podcast again, a ministry of Anchor Baptist Church located in Salt Lake City, Utah. And our guest today has been Pastor Paul Hoover of Souls Harbor Baptist Church in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And I'd encourage you, if you are from that area or you're passing through, stop by their church and give them a visit at one of their regular service times. And you can find them on the internet at shbcmilwaukee.com, shbcmilwaukee.com. And uh, certainly you can find us here uh, in the Salt Lake Valley at anchorbaptistslc.org. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.